pulling back the curtain. The ugly truth about America's healthcare system. Father God, thank you so much for all you have done for me in my life. Have your way in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your guidance, mercy, grace, and blessings with, with us, Father God. Lord, we thank you. I know that this ministry and none of this could be possible without Jesus dying on the cross for our sins to pay the price. I am so very thankful. After many years of trying to believe the lie, you exposed in your holy word the truth about the world we call home. I pray that you will bestow upon me the full armor of God found in Ephesians chapter 6. The helmet of salvation in Jesus' name. The breast piece of righteousness in Jesus' name. The shield of faith in Jesus' name. The sword of your word in Jesus' name. The belt of truth in Jesus' name. And the shoes of peace in Jesus' name. For no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up in judgment shall be condemned. That is Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. In our last episode, we discussed in full context Jeremiah chapter 30 verses 12 through 14. If you are listening to this episode and have not listened to the first part, go back and listen to that episode first. Lord, you are telling me to go deep. What's behind the curtain in our healthcare system? We see a place to take care of the sick. God sees sin. In order for any of this to make sense, we have to go back. Jeremiah 29, 11 reads, For the plans I have for you before I place you into your mother's womb to give you a future and hope. That is God's true intentions for everyone that is born on earth. From childbirth, we are taught many things about how to live. The world teaches us you are born, go to school, have a career, have kids and die. God's plan is we are born, taught by him, go into ministry, have kids, get married and die. Then die. No matter what, one day everyone will die. Our current bodies are not internal bodies. One day our bodies will all decompose and we will turn to the same way we were created. Ashes and dust. Okay? Right? If the hospital takes care of the sick, that would be a God thing, right? Wrong. So wrong. Humans created and built the hospitals, the equipment, and the bills. And yet people who call themselves believers will trust what the doctors say over what God is truly saying. When we are born, we each have a soul in us. In order for our bodies to have any type of function, there has to be a spirit inside of the person that will, or that person would be dead. When we are living for the Lord, he places his Holy Spirit in us. In the days of the law, before the birth of Jesus, the wages of sin from when God first established the world has and always will be death. This was an error quite different from today's time. In those days, people would have to give up a sacrifice to be atoned for their sins. People would either worship the God of Israel Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or a foreign God. In order to be a part of God's holy kingdom at that time, you had to stay away from sin or get atoned for them. As we know, God's chosen children were rebellious. Those they chose to worship the devil through witchcraft. Before hospitals, people would go to witch doctors. In other countries around the world, they still practice witch doctor. They still practice being a witch doctor. 
America is known for having one of the greatest healthcare systems worldwide, but it has some things that go on behind the curtains that is unseen by the naked eye. Has anyone noticed the world only teaches you how to take care of your flesh only? Our flesh is the Holy Spirit. Our flesh, if the Holy Spirit is not being fed, will take over. The flesh is weak. If we are being, if we're not being obedient to God, we will do things out of what is called the flesh. The Spirit is God's Holy Spirit. The flesh is controlled by the devil. Galatians chapter 5, starting at verse 19, goes into full detail about the ways of the flesh. God gives us a warning. If any of these sins you commit or live in, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. What the hospital does when people come in sick is they give you a diagnosis of what the problem could be. Give you some pills and send you home. To be honest, no one really knows what is actually in our medicine, but we are just told to take them or will die or be really sick, right? God allows the enemy to bring forth sickness. And that comes from not being obedient to God to call. And that's his way of calling him close, calling us closer to him. He knows when we don't have him, we will be sick. The flesh was created by God and it's nothing without God. When we choose the world over God, the world has come up with so many things and ways to feed our flesh and leave our spirit inside of us dying how is america's healthcare system modern day witchcraft it takes it takes away the opportunity from god to truly heal us many go to the hospital because that is how many of us was raised when you're sick you go to the doctor it's universal everyone knows that I have said it before and I will say it again. Humans can't heal other humans without the power of God. Some of the pills that we take are placebos anyway. If you believe what they tell you and somehow the pills work, you're you're better now magically. Who wouldn't believe the pills did it? Now they can continue to go and live a life of sin a little while longer until they get sick again and again until they one day just die. There is only hope for healing through Christ and Christ only. Once Christ died, the Holy Spirit came. That switched us from law to grace and to be forgiven of our sins. Now is the time to repent. Repent means to turn away from the sin and don't do it anymore. Saying I'm sorry and going back isn't true repentance. True repentance is trading our ways for God's ways and asking him to help us stay away. We don't have to, we don't have any excuses. God has really and truly provided everything we will ever need. Living in sin will cause our spirit to get sick. We all have an end date and it's called to be home. What is happening in the hospital today, organs and blood is being replaced so people can stay here longer. When it's our time to be with the Lord, it's our time to be with the Lord. Let your will be done, Father. Trying to stick around past when God is trying to call us home is dangerous. Sure, your loved ones may be here in the flesh, but they are staying here longer against God. There are only two spirits that besides computers that can move our bodies, the Holy Spirit or demonic spirits. That is the truth coming straight from the Father's mouth. If we allow them to alter our bodies to stay on earth longer, it is disobedient to God. The devil places fear in our hearts. 
In many situations, fear can cause us to panic and choose the world's way over God's way. No one wants to see a loved one go, but if they are suffering, pray for the Lord's will to be done, not our own. To be honest, what good does it do for your loved one to be alive and either is on all type of medications or hooked up to machines all the time? Once children grow up, they have the responsibility, they have responsibilities of their homes and they end up having to shove their parents into nursing homes. Anyway, guilt and fear can drive us to hope they will bring that person back to life. That is why it is very important to love and cherish the people around you when we all have them. One day they will all go. And if we go with the Lord, we will see them again. The pills and machines are artificially keeping that person alive. We have the dead walking among us. The Lord has shown me how wicked this world is. God gives each and every person worldwide an opportunity to build a relationship with him. John chapter 316. If we choose to desire our flesh over God, one day our flesh will die and our souls will burn up for all eternity. Many of the people in and out of the hospital lack self-control and can't control their flesh and what it craves. Without God, they will die spiritually. Once a person dies spiritually, God can no longer use them and they are serving no purpose to anyone. They normally have a very nasty attitude. They smell nasty and they are a more of a burden than a blessing. God is everywhere and has a way of showing up in any situation. If we don't have spiritual eyes, we could be taking care of someone God has placed, has planned to give them an abundant life on earth, bless them with eternal life, but they chose to stay on earth and ignore God. And for them, it's too late. Some will be honest and tell you many won't. God has shown me people that were supposed to be with him but they chose to stay and live for the world the devil's plan is to kill still and destroy through our healthcare system the devil is taking organs from what the world calls poor to give to the rich so they can live longer on earth to enjoy their riches how the rich stay rich is by keeping people excluded god doesn't speak highly of the rich and it shows why the rich are evil taking organs and blood from someone and from someone to only to only benefit yourself is very selfish the devil can only use the flesh to do his work first timothy chapter 1 verse 10 for the love of money is the root of all type of all kinds of evil and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves many sorrows. Chasing money was always, will always be a chase. It's not meant to keep, it has no value in the kingdom of God. No matter how much money a person has, it cannot buy them into heaven. Again, no matter how much money a person has, it cannot buy them into heaven. Verse 7 of first timothy chapter one reads after all we bought nothing we brought nothing with us when we came into the world and we can't take anything with us when we leave it many don't see when you spend your whole life trying to obtain the riches of the world for it for it to later turn into worthless junk sin is what makes us sick 
Sin is a cancer to our bodies. One thing I mentioned in our last prayer is about how we are born here. We are all born into sin, but God has a plan for us to do his work, his holy work. What a blessing it is to give childbirth. To be honest, if a person is living in sin, their unborn child is at risk. Many family hides their deep, dark secrets. The Holy Spirit reveals all truth. Secrets being children born through rape, incest, drug and alcohol abuse, etc. God allows the parents to see their child suffer. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 22 reads, Train up a child the way they shall go, and when they become old, it will not depart from them. Our job as parents is to raise our children to serve the Lord. In order for God to heal the child, the parents have to repent and turn to God so the whole family can be healed. If they choose to live in sin, take Taking the child to the hospital will cause more harm than good, to be honest. As the child gets older, in many cases, it shows the parents' fault for choosing sin. God gives for us to God gives for us to repent and a chance as a result, the child suffers. Once the child is an adult, Many hold resentment and hate their parents for watching them suffer their whole life and the way their parents had the way their parents treated them. The parents still don't want to be held accountable and it results in the parents having to suffer like their children did. Until they are able to come to terms to repent, they will suffer. If as parents we are living in rebellion against God, we can't expect much from our children. Children learn from their parents. I have seen countless times parents being in denial about it and will watch their kids suffer knowing they are the ones to blame for it. Going to God for anything first takes repentance. Many don't want to repent. They would rather watch their, ch their child suffer or they would rather choose to live in sin and not deal with it. I have learned how a person treats their kids is how they will treat you. Obviously, if a person mistreat will mistreat their kids, they will they have no control over their behavior. We have all made mistakes, but we have to one we have to one day come to terms with the truth. Other secret is having a child play sick to get money. I mean, the list goes on. To be honest, the cause in the child suffering. Is the parents being disobedient to God's plan for their life? Simply put, in the end, if the child doesn't forgive the sin from their parents, if the if the child does not forgive their parents for their sins, the sin continues and is passed down from generation to generation. If you or anyone you know is going through times of sickness, I would like to tell you about my best friend in the whole wide world. His name is Jesus Christ. He healed me and restored my family. God knows as long as we live in the flesh, the constant temptation there is there to sin. The devil knows we are going to sin. He wants us to get comfortable in sin. When we choose to sin, it takes us away from God. Holiness through Christ's teaching belongs, brings forth life and blessings. Sin brings forth death, death and curses. This prayer is kind of less. It isn't intended to offend or scare anywhere, anyone. If this message does one or both, now is it the time to panic. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.
True healing, first and foremost, comes only from God. I can't stress that enough. If we are seeking God's way, we have to repent first, then follow him. And before you know, God will transform you. Christ took stripes for your healing. Forget what the world says. God has all the true answers and healing. We have to be patient with God. We forget to do we forget to do that and have to keep turning around. He is much more patient than us. We are with him. We are with him. We try to run and hide for him, move too fast, fall, backslide, you name it. And God is always there 24 hours a day. He never sleeps or slumbers waiting for us to come to him. Truth is sin is what makes us sick. If you notice the only sickness listed besides disease in the land stemmed from sin again is people possessed full of demons. No matter how much you talk and know about God, if you aren't applying his word to your life, you are truly missing out. Father, we are taught how to live an abundant life through your holy word. We have to be trained through the Lord how to eat, dress, talk, treat others, and conduct ourselves here on earth. We have no excuse. Many believe so firmly that they do and later realize when they are laying in the hospital, beg, ben, begging and fighting for their life, their excuses meant absolutely nothing. Don't wait. Repent today. The world doesn't have the answers. God's holy word does. I pray that, Father, many more would come to the faith through this prayer and ministry. I pray this message will help us to reflect on our lives, ask ourselves, am I living for the Lord or am I living for myself? I pray this message will encourage someone to share their testimony of how you brought them out. Father, I pray in Jesus' name. More of us will pray for your will to be done and not our own. Have your way in our lives, Lord. I pray this message will lead us to forgiving people that trespass against us. I pray this prayer will give someone a moment to turn to you, Father. Your will, your way is not our own. Thank you, Lord, for exposing the truth. If we don't let it go, if we don't let go of the past, we will be stuck here forever. And if we don't use what you've given us, we will lose it. I pray that this message will expose the lies of the enemy and will give us an opportunity to examine our hearts through your word. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, you are such an amazing God. And I cannot thank you enough for the things that you have done for me in my life, Father God. For From childbirth, I suffered in sin. And Lord, you have helped me to overcome the obstacles, the trials, the tribulations that I have experienced in my life, Father. And I know that I would not be here without you, Father God. And you are the reason that I breathe. You are the reason that I am here, Father God. You have given me a purpose for God. You have placed me into my mother's womb and you had a plan for my life, Lord. And I thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. For I realized that I was one seeking deep in sin and I was falling free from the peaceful shore see when we are children we do not understand the things that go on around us a lot of the times and if we're not if we're not taught the right way how are we going to be expected to do the right thing we were never taught i pray that in jesus name that this message will encourage us to teach one another for whoever knows 
the answers I through your word and for who you are. I pray in Jesus' name that more and more of those people will begin to share their testimony. And for the ones, to be honest, that are not serious about you, I pray in Jesus' name that, Father, that you will help them to see the error of their ways, that they are giving themselves the glory, that they are being prideful and haughty, Father God. I pray in Jesus' name that they will lay those behaviors down at your feet. For God, you said in your word that if we are conducting ourselves in any of those behaviors, that we will not inherit the kingdom of God. Father, I pray that in Jesus' name that you will place a hedge of protection over us, Father God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for many of us are unaware of what the truth really is, what your word really says for God. You have said from the beginning that there is no medicine, that there is no pills or anything that would ever be able to heal our body, that humans are not able to heal us, that Lord, you are our true healer. You use Jesus to heal people from the from his days when he lived here on earth from the woman at the well to the bleeding woman the man that you told to pick up the bed and the list continues to go on and on how you cast it how you've raised people from the dead how you casted out demons out of children and adults father god and the list continues to go on and on and on about your greatness, about your love, about your mercy, Father God. You are so mercy, you are so patient, and you are so kind, and you are so gentle. And those are things that no matter what a human tries to do, we will not be able to have those things without you, Father God. It is you, though, that it provides those things for us to be able to experience, Father God. I pray that in Jesus' name that you will use this time for more and more people to turn to you. I pray in Jesus' name that who's ever laying in a hospital bed right now, I pray that they will use this as a time and an opportunity to be able to reflect on their life. What it is that they've been doing? Have they been serving the Lord? That's the question I pray that they will ask themselves if they're alive and they're able to think that they will say to themselves, have I really been living for the Lord? And if they get the opportunity, will they continue to go and live in sin or will they turn to you, Father God? I pray in Jesus' name that you will shine a light in the midst of the darkness in our lives. I pray in Jesus' name that, Lord, that whoever is desiring healing, that they will turn to you and not to the hospitals, Lord. I pray that in Jesus' name that The enemy will no longer be able to have a foothold in our lives through our hospital systems and through our healthcare systems that many people speak so highly of, but it is not just and fair for everyone. It is accommodated for the rich. And I pray that in Jesus' name, for God, you said in your word that the love of money is the root of all types of evil and that the rich people are the ones that are able to afford the true health care to be able to get the top of the line health care to be able to stay as long as they can to enjoy their riches many of them get to that that hospital bed and they think to themselves what should i be doing my life we've all been hit with that question and i pray that in jesus name that father that they will turn to you that they will cry out to you that they will confess their sins and their shortcomings and they will say to you i am a sinner in need of a savior and i am calling on jesus to become my personal lord and savior today to build a relationship with jesus so that he is able to restore us with our father in heaven lord i pray in jesus name that you will use your word to speak and shine through our lives for god you said in your word that 
Let your light so shine before all men that we are able to see your good works. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray that, Lord, you are able to show us through your word who you really are and what is your ways. And I know that every answer, that every question to many of our many questions that we have, Lord, the answers are right in your word, Father God. I pray in Jesus' name that you will help us to remove all the hindrances and distractions to be able to really get deep into your word because that is who you truly are, Lord. You are your word. You are a very powerful man, Lord, and you are so mighty and you are so strong and there is no one above you, Father God. Lord, I pray that your spirit will permeate our hearts, Father God. I pray that you will create within thee a clean heart and purify us, Lord. And help us to become holy and righteous in your eyesight, Father God. For I know that sanctification is a lifelong process. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you so much for your mercy. For I know that the flesh is weak and desires its own intentions, its own will, Lord. And you've also said in your word that with selfish intentions, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. I pray that in Jesus' name that, Lord, you will use this message to speak to our hearts father god and that we're able to pray for our sick loved ones lord and if they're not meant to be here i pray that in jesus name that as a family unit we will all be able to get together and pray for your will to be done because i have seen countless times where they are not supposed to be here and they are left miserable i pray that in jesus name that lord that you will give us an opportunity just as you said in your word that Jesus will not return until that happens. And I pray that in Jesus name that we will reflect on our lives. What have we done? I believe a lot of the times we push people away because we're not willing to admit where we fall short at. I pray that in Jesus name, Lord, we will begin to to reflect on the things that people say about us. Why do they call us those mean and nasty things if we're not mean and nasty? I know for a fact that everyone isn't a liar, and I pray that in Jesus' name that the truth will be revealed through your holy and precious word. I pray that in Jesus' name that your will be done, Father. And this I ask in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen.